and kind of one thing led to another and shag was like bro why don't we just you know why don't we pop off with death row death row can be bigger than motown a sony or warner brothers death row is gonna be the biggest record company there is and then the next picture was like this crazy beach and all this i was like damn so i just hit him up like joking on on instagram but with a dm like yo bro you got a place for me on that beach like i'll come grow for you you know what's up and he was like actually bro we, we need to talk to you you know so we won't have to worry about the negative producer trying to be all in the video all on the record dancing come to jeff Rowe. Yo, what's up, everybody? We're back, man. It's first smoke of the day, episode 79. Today, we got a special guest in the building, my man. Smokers man, LA, man. man. For any of you guys that don't know, my man, AK. Man behind the scenes from a lot of different things that um, you guys probably don't know about, but you'll find out today. Yeah. But first, before we get into it, my bad, um, I got to give a shout out to some people who I said, yo, if you sign up on the Patreon, I'm going to shout you out. So you already know I'm, I'm going to go through the list of names and give everybody a shout out to uh Kanchana from Thailand shout out to you man Remy Low Nose shout out to you Valley Flower shout out to you Red Lion shout out to you trippyvibes.ig shout out to you big dog Tommy Langan shout out to you big homie Nyla Premium JD Laritzen Down South Exotics and Hudson Exotics NYC shout out to you guys man come on you know we always do what we say and come through appreciate you guys supporting the show Without any further ado, episode 79, man. Oh, yeah, bro. Appreciate you coming on and making bro. time. It's been a big day for you today. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a crazy day, bro. Appreciate we you want to talk about it and here. highlight it, man, for yeah, real. Man. We'll get you, to it for sure. You bless us with all these lighters. We've been rocking <laughs> nothing fun. but these lighters. Like yeah, That was bro. smart because I swear every single episode has a smoker's lighter Yo, on man, it. man, every, every stoner needs a lighter, bro. Like That's the clutch thing. I'm always, always short, so now like I try and bless everybody. Bro gave us the, the whole brick, rack and was like, here. <laughs> Shout out to Fidel's too. Yep. He gave us these in the beginning. Hell yeah. And we've been rocking them ever since. And hey, look, you give us free gear, free swag we're going to represent. Hell yeah, bro. Appreciate you, bro. Legend, I got my hoodie in too. Yeah, good shit, bro. I'm glad. Yes, sir. I, I'm a out. big fan of the brand. And before I met Thanks, you, man. I tried the product. Hell yeah. Knew of the product. Um, big in pop-up scenes. For you sure. know, big, doing doing your thing for a minute. And tell us about this strain, though. This I feel like this is what really put the brand on the map. Yeah, or man. Got, the brand known to the general folks. Yeah, dude. So the strain is, I mean, look, I guess to start off, like shout out to Deep East. None of this stuff, all this hype stuff. Like, yeah, you're rocking his shirt right now. Like my dog, this man. is all because of Deep East, you know? So um, from the get, man, when uh, Wizard, Tri Wizard Trees and I got those seeds, uh, we popped them. We ran through it. We did the Fino hunt. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You and Wizard Trees got these seeds, man. We gotta, <laughs> we might have to go back. We might have to go back a little further then. Yeah. Bros yeah. in a circle of of some super growers from the Legion of Doom, man. Wizard yeah, Trees, man. you. That's, you know, and and amongst your other network, that that's when you first told me this, I was like, damn, that yeah, was not bro. what I expected. Yeah, no. Nah. At all. So For tell sure. people like Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, it goes, it goes way back. Like uh you want to really go down to the, to like the deep nitty gritty, bro. Uh, you know, an old friend of mine, basically like I'm from Seattle originally. Right. So born and raised in Seattle was up there, went through the whole medical scene, did the whole bit, um, had my own dispensaries on grows the whole nine yards that market, you know, as many know, is like the worst rec market in the country period. At this point, they messed it up pretty bad with the way Damn. they set it all up. You don't right? hear a so, lot about it. It's gnarly, bro. I, I feel a, like a lot of people don't know about I don't know much about yeah, it. Yeah, Washington's a tough market, man. Um, it's a very tough market. We were one of the first right along with Colorado, you know what I mean? Um, so we got hit with a lot of strict rules. So it was tough, dude. It was tough to make it up there. Um, so anyway, doing the thing up there and long story short, you convinced me like, yo, dude, like, you know, LA is where you need to be. This is the epicenter of it. This is right basically like what, 2018, 2017-ish, like right before California went wrecked. Um, I can't remember. I think I'll be in LA five years in February. So in a month, it'll be five years up and down here. So I came down kind of like on the tip of like, yo, come down. We're working at this dispensary. Um, come help us. Like you actually went through and took it from medical to rec, like come help us out and let us, you know, do this whole bit. So, so man, I, 
I listened, thankfully came down. Um, we we're hanging out when I came down and decided, basically like I drove down, I got a dog, bro. It's like my whole life, my boy cash. And, uh, my whole deal was like, yo man, if I, if the dog can't roll, like I'm not moving, you know what I mean? So I literally drove down from Seattle with the dog, stayed for a week, ran through a bunch of stuff. That's when I met Wiz, Wiz and I with this mutual friend, you know, um, we're all working together, the three of us. And, uh, that week went great, man. Drove home, packed all my stuff, came straight back, you know? Um, so shortly after that, uh, you know, that friend, Rob had blessed him. DP said, blessed him with those seeds. We started a project together. We ran through them. I think it was like 88 beans that we ran through. Um, yeah, we went through it, man. The, the first one that I, like, I remember is like, I remember going in the room and, and clocking the 54 and basically coming out and just being hyped. Cause it just had this, like, it just reeked of Z early on in flower. Like the, the 54 just got that stank to it. It's got the Z, the heavy sherb. Um, so I came out super excited, you know, uh, wizard trees clocked the 11. That was his selection. And then the third one, which ended up being the Shirazi was the RS three. Uh, that one, man, like for me, like at the time, like I was the heaviest smoker of the group and I was like, yo dude, like, cool. I get it. It might not hit three light. It might not check every single box, but it's got this flavor, but like the, for the smokers side of boxes, you know, like no pun intended with the brand, but like on the smokers side, from a smoker's perspective, like uh, that was my favorite. You know what I mean? I didn't care if it was going to, like, I'm like, whatever, bro, I'm keeping this one. You know, it's going to be solid. So, um, so yeah, I tucked it to the side, bro. Kept it on ice. Um, you know, Wiz obviously blew up with the RS11, the 54, all that stuff, you know? Um, the same time we did that Fino hunt, we also did the Fino hunt that produced like the American pie that went out under wizard trees, all that stuff. So yeah, it was, uh, it, it was interesting times, man, but that's, you know, that's the whole get up from A to Z. Um, again, big shout out to Rob, dude, if he, if he hadn't done that, you know, like, you know, wouldn't be the same. Straight up. Like, the scene like would famous, not be the same right now, bro. At know? this point, it's going down in time. It's like a famous seed chase right there. That 88 beans, yeah. the yeah. rainbow Sherber line. Yeah, man. And you got RS11, Studio 54, and Shirazi. And Shirazi, yep, for sure. Absolutely. And, which is, and that was the number three. This is the number three. Out of 88. Out of 88. Yep. Crazy. Yeah, man. And then now that, that we're seeing, bring it back full circle, like, you know, Wizard Trees, he's doing more seed chases, finding yeah, more for from sure. the RS11 yeah. selection and all these other ones. Yeah. You guys are doing your And uh, there's just so much dope unfolding yeah from all bro these things, it's all these events it's uh yeah man it it literally like uh <laughs> uh how, how can i say it, man like a funny way to say it'd be like it seeded a massive wave bro like that that's what it was like it it was a seed in in more than one way you know what i mean yeah it blew a lot of stuff up it uh put a lot of us on the map it gave us an opportunity to like yo man the, the thing that it all boils down to is like we love terps we love the weed this was some fire ass weed bro everybody fell in love with it we do it a certain way. We got certain standards and we want to show the world and like, you know, the universe made it happen, dude. So, um, again, you know, like I was telling you earlier, bro, it's blessings on blessings right now. I'm, I'm thankful for every little bit of it. It's been, it's been a wild ride and I feel like it's really just getting started, you know? So that's a big part of it too, is just having gratitude. Yeah, bro. I look, man, when I came down from Seattle, bro, I, I had, I had two bands and I was, I was couch hopping, you know, seeing this Life's is what a lot I want. Different, this, bro. this is what you I know? want people to hear. Yeah, right here, dude. And you know, post that is after putting together, like, I, you know, I wasn't broke before I came down. I put everything I had going from medical, the wreck. It was a complete show at the beginning in Washington. It was tough. You know what I mean? Like we were super underfunded, but we were banging out and you know, we were, up there with the big dogs for a few months, but then like, we just, it wasn't worth it. You know what I mean? Like I started doing the math and I'm like, damn bro, you know, I got to go somewhere else where you, where you're worth more basically, you know? So, um, and had the homies convince me like, yo, come down. Like I think his exact words were like, uh, let's make hay while the sun shines. And I was like, all right, bet, you know, I'm coming. For real. <laughs> so yeah, bro. Man. So for anyone that knew that timing and, and to go hard during it, yeah. like, man, yeah, man. It hasn't been easy, bro. A lot you of know? life's about timing. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. Because like, you, could, you could consider timing as like luck. Like when people are like, yeah. I guess I just got lucky. It's like the timing was right. Yep. You know? Exactly. It really comes yeah, down man, to it's that. It's preparation and opportunity meeting together. You know what I mean? Like, And then just being with the right knocking people. Knocking it out, bro. Yeah, dude. Being with the right people is huge and, and having the same vision and, you know, trying to pump the same direction. And look, man, I also, I'm a firm believer too, where like, if you're good to the plant, the plant's good to you. 
Every every like Damn. big major thing I've ever done in life, bro, like cannabis brought me here. Cannabis brought me right here to this chair right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like cannabis has brought me a lot of crazy places, bro. A lot of good places, a lot of bad places, you Same know, for but, me. <laughs> um, you know, um, I, yeah, dude, cannabis, you, you guys got to be good and real with the plant, dude. Like I get it. Some dudes have, you know, been growing and smoking for years and whatever makes them anxious, this, that. So they stop. But like, look, bro, if you're going to be this deep in this game and you're going to try and come out and say you're grassroots or you're this or you're that, like, I hope you smoke weed. You know what I mean? Because automatically, like, doesn't like necessarily automatically mean that like you're not cool or this or that or something silly like that. But like, at least people are going to feel some it. kind of way about it. Like, how are you going to tell me this is fire? Because like eighty of your homies told you. You know what I mean? Like, especially great, like if you've never great. smoked before too, and you don't know like how do you personally know those nuances and this and that? And then like you know beyond that, like on a grower's level, is like how are you going to select, bro? You know what I mean? Like selection, there's so many things that comes into cannabis that, that boils down to touch, bro. And you, you can't teach touch. Like you either got that or you don't. And there's certain things in cannabis, like smoking it, you know what I mean? Or have smoked it in the past at the very least, you know, and really understanding it. Like, I think that's a prerequisite, dude, to be able to say that like you're solid at making selections, you know? Um, or you know what good weed is. Yeah. Or you know what good weed is, bro. Like for all they know, it's like, I don't know, dude, it's green. It got me high. It's like, nah, bro. Like the same whatever you know random shit you smoke it's, like it's you not said, like it's, that you know we're getting into the nuances 100 percent, for you know, sure and, and that one though the one that you selected it is something different man it's different it's like, for sure man i couldn't believe it when you told me this from the rs line yeah i was like this had to be you know in my head i was like this is just something different yeah i mean look so and not like, that it's like those but i just couldn't see it coming from that line i'm right. like damn that's just crazy that Totally different than RS11. It's sweeter, like brighter, sharper than the RS11. The RS11 is the gassy end of spectrum. So I think from from our three selections, the RS11, the 54, and the three, like the 11 was the most like gas OG dominant. It grows OG. You know, it's got the cotton balls. It oh, does yeah. the whole thing, bro. It grows just like OG. Um, and the 54 was like the more sherb dominant. So it was a little bit sweeter. You could smell a little like Z background in it, but like um, definitely more sherb dominant than anything. And I feel like this one was the most Z dominant. You know, and like, like the whole world, bro, everyone's yeah. chasing that Z turf. Like, I love, you know, it, we're in the yeah. same boat. I know you guys love yeah. it. Like I'm, I'm a huge fan of it. You know, the taste just transfers um, so well. Yeah, dude. It's uh, it's, it's hard to beat. Like, tasty. I'm not a big LCG candy guy as I know a lot of people are, Yeah, but I feel like the taste transfers better on Z when it's done right. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Don't you feel, you know, a hundred percent. Same with Zope. For sure. Blue Zushi too. Yep. I'm into that shit, you know, yeah, like, I, it's all about and the then turps, I'll mix bro. that with some candy, you know, like, and, <laughs> yeah. and do my own I'm a little, fan of the blends too, man. Yeah. That's do a big, you, yeah, you know, sure. kind of do it's like, I was telling someone earlier is like, uh, you mix your own cocktail. Yep. It's the same thing. Yeah. The weed. Like well, it's like being a little you, kid at the pizza shop and hitting the graveyard on the soda machine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Same deal. Exactly. You're ripping all the way down that, that coming sure. up. I mean, make your own soda. Yeah, make your own this, soda. A little bit of that. It even, bro, it even translates, in, in my opinion, my, my favorite place to see that happen is when people are making hash. You can make some yeah. of the craziest blends doing that. You know what I That's mean? That's the cool and, part about hash yeah, that people bro. get to do. It's amazing, dude. And it really does blend, like, to the literal sense. Yep. So you don't have to, like, oh, yeah. do it yourself. It's already, like, no, pre-done. Yeah, you know? it's done. Exactly. You just got to be able to taste and, and understand it and have yeah. a good palate. And, you know, I think a big part, too, about, like, having a good palate, being able to be good at selection is you got to understand more than just what you like. You know what I mean? Like, damn, get into that. Yeah. Well, look, so like, uh, you know, the homie Christian part of, uh, part of the Chaliks, right. Um, <laughs> these guys, these guys, uh, they love the biscotti, bro. Very popular strain. It's a fire cut, you know, obviously a big staple in the industry, whatever. Like I, I personally, I, I can't stand that terp, dude. I'll be honest, there's it's, a, uh, as much as me. I like it, a lot of people don't like it. I don't like it, bro. It's got this, like, I don't know what it is for me. I don't and like it. if it's it, not but done really well, it's very It's difficult. one of those that's, yeah. like, totally out I the like door. I like the smell of it. I like the look of it. But just for me, on the flavor, and the effects are great, too. Like, I love how strong it is. Yeah. But uh, for some reason, like, on the flavor, bro, it, I don't like it. I don't like tomatoes. I, I don't like the taste of biscotti. Like, it's just what it is, you know? But- I know those things that I don't like and I can identify them and I can still enjoy the weed, even though it's maybe not my favorite turp profile. But when I smoke something like that, I'll understand that like, yo, these homies that have the opposite palate and the opposite taste preferences as me are going to love this shit, you know? And being able to understand that combined with the effects. And then on top of that, understanding like from a production side of things, a cultivation side of things on like, yo, is this something, you know, like, does it check all the boxes? You know, a lot of people just think boxes are, are bag appeal, weight 
potency, all that stuff. But no one thinks about like, well, what's your, you know, leaf to calyx ratio? Like, is it easy to trim? Is it easy to pluck? Is it going to be a nightmare? You know what I mean? How does it clone? Like, it's got to check all those boxes How many too. Weeks? There's layers, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, again, I think that also circles back to like, if you don't know weed, how are you going to, like, how are you going to do this? You know? And you're, you're one of the guys, you're one of the few guys that, uh, you know what good weed is smoke wise and you smoke good weed. Yeah. Like if I come up on you, I know I'm going to be able to smoke some good weed. hundred percent. Um, you grow fucking good weed. Thanks bro. You know what it is to grow good weed. Yeah. Um, and then you, you know, branding as well too. I like your brand. I like what you do. I like what it's about. It's simple. It's, it's, it's simple, but it's, it's elegant and it's, it's timeless in its own sense. And it's true to you. It's true to your personality, sure. which I feel all brands, if they're, they're true to the founder's personality, they, you typically translate well. So what do you, how do you feel about like the guys that maybe like aren't growers and stuff like that, that like they curate and like they know the palate and this and that, what do you feel like their ability is? Um, I mean, I think that really boils down to like how long you've been smoking and what have you been smoking on? You know what I mean? Are you in it for the plant or are you in it again? Like, are you doing this because you love weed? Like, look, man, I never did any of this weed stuff to be cool or to make bread. Like it all just started from a fascination with this plant. You know what I mean? Yep. So dudes that have passion like that, Doge, he's got passion. Yeah. Their whole gang's got passion like that. Those guys are all real smokers. You know what I mean? And, and so, the thing about them too that uh, most people don't know is that like they they get to the best batches and then they get a lock on those batches. 100%. It's a lot about access too. And it's yeah. a lot about who you know That's and how, how well they like the you 11, and you know what your I'm abilities, saying? right? Yeah. And why do they do that for him? Because he's got the ability 100%. to pop shit off, you yeah. know, and- it's just interesting to see, like, I know everyone would be happy seeing this, knowing that you are a grower, you are a smoker, like yeah. you're, you know, grassroots guy sure. that came down here chasing something. And then I'm glad to know that you literally came down here with your last $2,000. Like, that's how real it was for you. To yeah, bro. Uh, yeah. Jump after, out, leave home. For sure. Take your dog and be like, we're going. We're dipping, bro. I literally I, loaded my car and bounced, dude. <laughs> and you're, <laughs> you know? And it's crazy. Like your adventure hasn't stopped there. It just like kept going no, on no, and on. Because as I was catching up with you a little while ago, you were basically telling me how, look, if I, if, if I can't bring my dog, I don't go. And, all, yeah. and you literally, you're committed to that. And it's like, you go to, you go to Florida, you're running cookies, yep. head grower in Florida cookies. Yeah. yeah. VP of Big accolade, yeah. bro. Big TRP, accolade. Yeah. And that's TRP. their first legit grow. Yeah. It's the first one that's Facility. actually been under it. Yep. For sure. Like I work directly for TRP Co. You know, they own nine of the cookies and lemonade stores here in SoCal. I think we got close to 30 nationwide. They got the, the Florida deal locked up. We got the first store open in Miami, the facility up in central Florida. Um, we can dive deeper into that for sure too, yep. you know? Um, but yeah, man, great group of guys, bro. Um, like that's, that's been one of the biggest blessings in the last couple of years, you know? And it's, it's ping pong, man. There's, there's been a lot, man. It's, it's been a, uh, it's been a wild ride the last three years, dude. Like COVID aside, like it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's I would I would have never imagined, imagined any of this. Like when, when I left Seattle, like I didn't, you know, to, to think about where I'm sitting at right now, five years ago, I would have been like, bro, fuck you. You know, like you're tripping, dude. I'll work hard enough to get it, but you know, like hard to see it. At it's the crazy, time. man. Yeah, for sure, dude. I mean, look, Seattle's a small town too. So it's like, I thought the city of Seattle was big and it's like, yo, Glendale's bigger than Seattle, you know? So now I'm damn. like, damn, like I've never been up there. Bro, there's seven and a half million people in the whole state. And like, we got over 10 million just in, in the city of LA. Oh, you know wow. what I mean? Where we're like 30, 40 million, something like that in California. So it's like coming down here, I was like, damn, I got to take four freeways to get to work. Like <laughs> it was eye opening. And, and the scene was the same thing down here too, dude, between the medical things and, you know, it's just a way different scene down here. You can't, you know what I mean? Like down here, warehouses are a dime a dozen. There's all these things like, bro, in Seattle, if you got 20 lights back in the day on a trap, like you were balling. You're the man. Like It was big. De- you know, and it's kind of like similar to what Florida was. Same deal, dude. Like they weren't as strict as they are in Florida on us back then, but like it, it still wasn't cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, but still 20 lights. Yeah. And you're, to, you're to doing, go that big, you're like, you're, you're pushing you're it. Shit. Yeah. You're pushing it, you know? So yeah. um, to come down here and just see like, oh damn, like now I really understand like this really is the epicenter of this thing. Like this is how it gets done. This is what's up. And then, and like, you know, just take into it right away too. I was like, all right, cool. I found my home, you know? And you fucked around and, and got with a, a group of people that were like well on their way to like being stars of this shit. Like, yeah, like sure. staples, you know, like sure. people that aren't going anywhere. Yeah, man. People that got real IP that, that are, are soon to probably be getting paid millions of dollars <laughs> yeah. just for what they know though. 
truthfully, yeah. you know, I mean, like, because yeah, it, it really does translate because not many people are growing good weed on that yeah. commercial scale, you know, For the sure. high level scale. It's not easy, man. Scaling, scaling is the hardest part about, about coming up in weed. You know what I mean? As long as you don't have to do any of the background bullshit in the rec game. Like when I, when I did my deal in Seattle, man, I had partners and everything, but like that whole thing was on us from A to Z, from getting the license all the way through. And like, I quickly realized like at that point I'd scaled, you know, from, from garages or this or that with the medical scene. And it was like, bam, we're in 120 lights. It was a big jump for me. And at the same time, I made that leap with business too. Now I'm, I'm dealing with state people. I'm dealing with this. I'm dealing with that. Dealing with, you know, getting all of our accounts set up, delivery, packaging, like the whole nine yards, you know? You're basically a full-blown manufacturer and you're a farmer. Um, and I remember realizing like, you know, six, eight months into it, like, damn, bro, like there's nothing easy about scaling to this level of, of growing this many lights coming from like a 20 light scene to 120 lighter like that. There's nothing easy about that, you know? But in the grand scheme of that whole situation, like that was the easiest part. All the other shit that I had to learn and figure out and like, all right, cool, let's get SOPs. Like you guys got to be hitting this many bags an hour when you're packaging, like make sure it's only five, you know, the whole nine yards of like really digging into it and making sure like, cool, I know what good weed is now. Do I know what good representation? Like, how do I present this? Am I going to give you a bag with like 22 nugs in it to make an eighth or am I going to give you a bag with five nugs? You know? And then like, how do we line it up? Like, there's a lot of things where like, I never thought about like, how do you run a manufacturing facility? And at the end of the day, like, that's what it is, dude. So when you start learning, like, you know, um, how to start implementing those processes and like make it efficient and you're running on razor thin margins. Like I learned a lot, man. I, I, you know, I got a two year brutal, like throw to the wolves education in Washington when I got that thing spun up. So by the time I came down here, like I was ready to go, I understood it. I did it myself. You know what I mean? Like I went through the ringer with all of that, bro. You know, let alone like all the stuff that anybody's been doing this since before it was cool to do it has gone through to do it and maintain doing it. Like, you know, this, it's not an easy road, man, you know, and it's not, uh, it's, you know, there's no rest for the wicked in this game, bro, for sure. Like if you don't get after it like that and you don't keep going every time, like you're going to go up, you're going to go down, bro. Every time. And like the beauty about weed, bro, is you get to try every 90 days. Like, that's just what it is. If you got a spot, you got a light. I don't care if it's a closet, you know, like whatever it is, like you can always send it every 90 days, you know? So there's always new lessons to be learned, new situations. Like seen all kinds of crazy shit, bro. And, and the things people do for this plant are, are insane, bro. You know? So yeah. I think people, people see guys like, like wizard trees and Doja and, and deep East myself, um, burn all these dudes. And, and they don't realize like, you know, it's one of those like must be nice. And it's like, nah, bro. Like it, it actually wasn't, <laughs> you know, like yeah. I earned this, you don't get to see it. Like I, you know, I don't carry it with me, but like, I promise you, I earned this, you know? Yep. Um, it's not just all hunky dory. Like, you know, most of all the guys I just mentioned, bro, none of us got mommy and daddy money, dude. That's all stuff that we've ground no. and done it from the ground up and either paid for ourselves or gone to people that have believed in us and, and gotten put on. You know what I mean? Um, so it's a lot, man. Um, and it's not easy, bro. I'm, I'm an independent guy, too. Like, you know, I've been doing it since the medical scene started. As I was of age, knocking it out, doing it in Seattle, then coming here for the medical scene, transferring into the rec scene. So, like, I've been there for the whole thing, you know, starting as a little, as a, as a young kid, 16, like, yo, what are you guys doing? Come help me trim my weed, bro. And I, I'll give you guys a zip. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I've never seen a plant before, you know, and pull up and, and go do the whole bit. So, um, what was, what was your first time smoking weed? First time smoking weed, bro. I was, I was 16. Um, I used to play football, wrestle, do this whole bit. I injured my back weightlifting, went to the doctor. And at that point, man, I was, I was still square, right? Go to the doctor. They prescribe me like Vicodins and a bunch of bullshit. So they give me like a month supply of these Vicodins, right? You were bent. I come back in like <laughs> a month and a half, two months, because my shit still is killing me. When I ate the Vicodins, like I didn't like the way it made me feel. So like I literally still had half the script left. The whole nine yards, right? Didn't want them. Still had them. Like, you know, didn't do some hustler shit and sell them and make some bread, whatever, you know? So I go back to the doctor and I'm like, yo, whatever you gave me is not working. I brought the pills back with me the whole nine yards. And this lady, man, like, she tripped out, started being like, yo, you're in here, drug seeking behavior, yada, yada, yada. I'm calling your coach. I'm calling your parents. I'm doing all this shit and just like tripped the fuck out on me. You know? And I was like, bro, are you kidding me? Like, I've never had a sip of a beer. I've never smoked on a cigarette. Like I'm as square as it gets. Like I got straight A or what's up? Like, what's this all about? You know? And so at that point, like <clears throat> all my homies had already started smoking everyone was just smoking, drinking, doing their thing. And I remember calling my homies being like, bro, I'm dying in pain right now. You guys keep telling me like, this is medicinal. 
what's up, bro? Come grab me. Let's go burn, you know? So I went, we had our little smoke spot in the woods up in Seattle. And like back then, like the move was for us, like we're Washington, Washington, bro. Apples were famous for apples. So like the apple pipe was like the first two years of me smoking weed was either some one of one of the eight of us knew how to roll a joint or like one of us would just snatch an apple from the store and we poke our holes and be ripping it out of an apple, you know? So, so yeah, man, 16 and a half or so I went, ripped on this apple. My back fucking felt great. And I, I went through this like whole, like, you know, kaleidoscope of epiphanies in my head being like, these motherfuckers, bro, like this shit isn't anything about, you know, like it actually does work. This shit actually helps. Like, I don't feel crazy. I don't feel weird. I feel great. Um, I, you know, like I feel blessed to be one of those dudes that like, even from the get from the very beginning, like I'm very functional and I'm high. Um, it helps me focus a lot. You know what I mean? So from then on, dude, like in the morning before school, every day, every other day, it started like once a week. And then you know how it goes once a week, a couple times a week, every day. Yo, let's go find the best weed. Like this weed sucks. Let's find the good weed. And at that point, like I said, I was a square, right? So my older brother, I have one older brother. He's 10 years older than me. Him and all of his homies smoke too, but they never let me see it because I was a good kid, right? So word starts getting around in town. They're like, yo, you know, like AK's, my, my brother's initials are the same AK, right? So it's like AK's little brother's smoking, whatever, yada, yada. So like people started tripping out and finding out like, yo, what's up? You're smoking. And then like, that's how I got introduced to fire. So back then, like Beasters, the BC bud dominated the market in Washington, you know, the Northwest, like all of it It was either you got like the leftovers from NorCal or you were getting fresh stuff from BC all the time. So that's all I was smoking on, you know? Um, And uh, so, yeah, one of my older brother's friends came, saw it and he's like, no, 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 you're smoking now. He's like, all right, look, if you're going to smoke, let me show you the difference. Like you can't smoke shit like this. You got to smoke shit like this. And then he brought me the first homegrown sack I'd ever seen, dude. it was a Durban poison cross. They call it purple Durban. Tastes like straight grape Skittles, bro. I wish I still had it. It's one of the ones that I, you know, I lose sleep over not having anymore. But uh, that was, that that's, that's honestly like the first cut that they gave me a name in the industry, dude. So I got introduced to this whole situation. And then from there, like uh, at that point, I was just like, just reading in forums, man. Like I was cracking out on the forums. I was reading books and like, I'm a great reader. I have good reading comprehension, but I'm so ADD that like, I can't, I hate reading. You know what I mean? And so. That was one of the moments for me where it was like, dude, I was reading, you know, six, seven hours straight on these forums going back and forth between like, you know, Jorge Cervantes's books and like all these other books and stuff and reading literally till I got nauseous. And I was like, damn, man, like you couldn't pay me to read some other shit and this stuff. Like I can't stop reading. Like I'm like getting sick. I'm like, you know, doing the piss dance because I got to pee, but I'm like stuck reading a paragraph that's really interesting. So I don't want to go. And so that's kind of like at that point, like I realized, okay, all right, lean into that. I'm, I'm into this. You know what I mean? Like I better, so I better keep hammering you on said. it. You know, people need to do that. Yeah, bro. Because like, if you don't feel like that, you should probably keep looking, right? hundred percent, dude. hundred percent. A lot of people cliche, just set up because they, yeah. they want to be free from the search because yep. it's, it's tiring. It is, man. And it's, it's it'll it's run tiring. you down quick because you think this is it. And then yeah. you're not feeling it. And then you don't know, am I quitting? Am I just being a quitter or am I not into this? Yo, what up? It's Blackleaf. I'm here at Grow Generation, and guess what? Drip Hydro storming the market. All the best growers I know are switching to it. And guess what? There's a reason, because it's preserving terps. I keep hearing that, preserving terps. And that's why we're here with Sunshine, facility advisor, facility manager, overall the man with Drip Hydro. Listen to why it's different, man. What's going on, guys? Sunny here with Drip Hydro. Thing is, at the end of the day, we just wanted to make a simple, clean, cost-effective nutrient line that nobody has really seen on the market right now. Nobody uses really our chelation formulas, uh, the micronutrients that we have pulled to make this line is really just what makes it overall bringing that consistency and quality back to what we want to see in growing herb again. And overall, at the end of the day, it's still really light on your wallet. It's a five-part nutrient line. And again, if you're not staying sterile or you have a big facility and you don't want to run rock wool and you want to run a mix of cocoa with an enzyme or something, you don't even have to run flow with it. So at the end of the day, it's just saving you money on your wallet while bringing the consistency and the quality of Terps back. We wanted to bring the Terps back and bring the soul back to growing. Versatility, cost effective, and quality. I mean, what else can you ask for? Drip Hydro, first smoke of the day, Blackleaf approved, peace. So we got a special offer for you guys, whether you go in person or you order online, any grow generation, over 60 nationwide retailers. The code is FIRSTSMOKE10 and you're going to get 10% off an additional 10% off your already discounted price. Use the code FIRSTSMOKE10. Tell them the FIRSTSMOKE family sent you. They're going to take care of you. 
support the show, hop on the Patreon. We got new shows dropping. We got off the mic. We have so much stuff in store for you guys and stuff dropping every single week. Hop on the Patreon for Smoke of the Day. New shows, checking in with Pack Odds and Blackleaf. We're doing a live each month and a lot of other shit. Off we the haven't mic. told you guys yet. Make sure you get on the Patreon. We'll see you guys soon. Peace. Exactly. How do you think you knew the difference? And I, you know, that's what's like that. What I just explained to you is like the beginning of what, what sparked me thinking it was good. But I had a lot of situations, dude, where I'm like, damn, bro, I just burnt so much bread and just took all this risk and did this and that. And like, I just fucked off so much shit. And you go through exactly the, those questions you just asked me, like, am I going to quit? Like, could I keep doing this? And it, bro, I think, again, it all comes back to the plant. If you love that plant enough, like for me on a daily basis, since I started smoking and especially since I started growing and had that experience of like, damn, I grew this from A to Z and I'm burning it and it's fire. Other people are enjoying it. You know what I mean? Um, getting that validation from others where it's not just me, like thinking I did a good job, you know, like from that moment on, I was like, all right, well, smoking weed's going to be a problem for the rest of my life. I got to make sure that like, I always got weed to smoke. So when I started growing weed, like the first purpose of growing weed for me was to make sure I always got weed to smoke. You know what I mean? So like here we can grow six anywhere that I go. Like, you know, obviously I have my medical card in Florida, so I have access to weed there. But like, you know, I, that's one of the things where I'm like, man, am I ever going to quit? Like, dude, if, if tomorrow, like someone gave me 10 B's and I was like, all right, I got all the bread to never do anything ever again in the rest of my life. Like I probably still end up growing weed because I'm picky about what I smoke and I want to make sure I got fire to smoke, you know? Um, so I think that's what it is, man. And for me, that that's how I knew what the difference was. Like, I just, I love weed that much. So it's like, yo, man, like, I know I can do this better. You know, things go up and down. Farming's farming, bro. A lot of people forget that. Like, we're growing a plant. This is agriculture. It's farming. Things happen, you know? Um, and you just can't give up, bro. I think that's another big key is like, you just can't give up, you know? Especially when like, you know, again, going back to to, to blessings, dude. I remember being, being 16, going through this and, and starting to read these forums and dream about getting my first grow and doing all this stuff and thinking to myself, like, man, like, you know, I really like this, but there's no fucking way that I'm going to be able to do this without going to jail. And like, you know, I'm not trying to really let like, you know, being a rebel doing all that sounds great, man, but I'm not trying to live my whole life like that, you know? So the fact that like, from then until now, cannabis has gone where it's gone and like we're legally allowed to do it. I'm putting up huge grows in Florida with these guys, you know, I'm consulting at all these crazy things back in the past, like different stuff. Like it's insane, bro. As a 16 year old kid, I would have never dreamt that this would have actually been something like there was a real opportunity that I was spending my time on. You know what I mean? Um, so in that, in that sense, bro, again, like super blessed that like the world went the way that it went and, and cannabis has has garnered some of the freedoms that it's garnered over the last 15, 20 years, you know, and, and made it so that like, I, I can actually do this man. And like, tell my parents about it, be honest with my family about it not have to, you know, not have to stress every day. Um, it's a blessing, dude. It's, it's that simple, you know, super thankful for that. Tell us about you come down here, you get with wizard and everybody, you guys are having a hell of a run. What happens after that? Because smokers, smokers didn't exist at that point, correct? No, smokers didn't exist at that point. No, we were all just uh, going full blast on wizard trees, doing his thing. Scotty, uh, Scotty took it to the next level on his own, did his own thing. And it was one of those situations where it's like, you know, it's all love, but you got your own thing. I'm going to create my own thing. We just built all this hype together and like, you know, let everybody eat. You know what I mean? So like, um, you know, as you know, I don't know if the... If, any of the watchers know, but uh, the viewers know, but, you know, Scotty and I still to this day, we, we own a nutrient company together, MP Cali Pro Nutrients. That's what him and I both use to grow all the nugs that you guys have seen. Everything you guys have seen that's gotten hype, like it's been that from the get. So we still work closely together on that. You know what I mean? Um, it's all love, dude. It's all love, dude. Doge did his thing off of it. You know, DP's got it. Like DP started the whole thing and, and you know, blessed the whole situation. He took his blessings from it. Like, it's awesome, man. It's, you know, I think it's important. It's important part of cannabis history when powerhouses get together and don't even necessarily know what they have at the time, but they just know we're working together and it's going to be good. Hell yeah. Yeah. You know, it's going to produce something special. We all got together again over the same thing, bro. It always loops back yeah. to the plant. Like all yeah. of us really, truly enjoy it and are passionate about fire weed and, you know, smoking good shit. Um, so, 
when you got that as the core of anything, I think you got a good shot to make it work. You know what I mean? And when you got people that are hustlers, natural born hustlers, bro, like, dude, I, in sixth grade, bro, I was going to the drugstore. My homie showed my homie shows up one day at, after school, shows up to my house, and he's got these flat toothpicks that taste like cinnamon. And he starts telling me about these things. And I'm like, yo, what's up with this shit? He's like, oh, I go, I get cinnamon oil and a box of flat toothpicks from the drugstore. I soak them for like two, three days. And then like I pull one out and chew on it whenever I want, right? So this is like third, fourth grade, bro. I was young. We were in elementary school. And I'm like, all right, bet. So this I'm is like, like a national thing, too, like, by the way. <laughs> my mom, you know, like, shit. oh, really? My I had school, no idea, yeah, bro. Sure. Yeah. So this kid just showed me randomly at school, you know? So <laughs> the next thing I know, fix. bro, like I'm in McDonald's and I'm like, yo, man, I see these straws and like, you know, my dad's a, my dad smokes cigarettes, smokes like tobacco pipes and stuff growing up. So he always had a zipper on him, you know? And I'm like, bet I could fucking cut these straws up into like three pieces and go soak these things. It'll cost me like four bucks. I got that for my allowance. And then I can go to school and I can bop these little things like a five pack. I can sell these things for a nickel a piece. So I can get a quarter for every one of these things. And then my ass is going to the arcade on Friday with the homies, you know? So that's like, as far back as I can remember, like I've been hustling since then, bro. And I never stopped. You know what I mean? Both my parents are entrepreneurs. They're both like, I'm a, my family's Persian refugee family, you know, speaking of which, bro, shout out Masa Amini. Um, Absolutely. Uh, the situation in Iran right now is fucked up. I don't know if anyone's watching that, but you know, if you are, please help them spread that word, be a voice for those people. They need it. They deserve it. Um, my parents came through on a similar situation, got chased out of Iran during the Islamic revolution, ended up through the world relief fund landing in Seattle. Um, both my parents are entrepreneurs. My dad's a contractor. My mom's a seamstress. So my mom had her alteration shop. My dad was swinging a hammer since I was a little kid. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I come from a hustling background. My parents came, you got to imagine like my folks were wealthy in Iran. Like my uncle was a Shah's Royal photographer. My other uncle was like top dog general in the military. Everyone got stripped of their shit just based purely on religion because we're not Muslims um, and got chased out of the country. Right. So imagine like my dad goes from being a baller doing, you know, big electrical work on oil rigs, working for all the oil companies, the oil refineries, all this stuff, killing it to literally like nothing but two suitcases, the clothes on their backs, a pregnant wife and, you know, an eight-year-old son and basically gets bumped out, ends up landing in America out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Just like I just explained. And uh, bro, my, my parents just hustled their way up, you know, using their hands and their knowledge and the things they knew from back then and, and brought it back, you know? So so, you know, seeing that growing up and understanding, like, you know, as much as you can, like, I still don't understand it to this day. You know, like I'll go to my pops, something bad happens and they will be like, you know, come back to me when you had to do this and reset your whole life and move to another country. You don't speak the language. You don't know. And I was like, all right, bet. it puts everything into perspective, you know. Um, but I definitely attribute like my, my hustling comes from that. It comes from my folks and how hard they worked and, and what they did to get here and, and make it happen and, and put my brother and I in a position to, you know to take advantage of all these opportunities that America offers. You know what I mean? So it's a different it's, type of hunger. It's a, it's a hustle thing, bro. All those guys that I just mentioned to earlier, Doge, Dio, Wiz, they're all hustlers like that, bro. You know, they could be rich as fuck. They're not going to be sitting around doing nothing, bro. I guarantee you they're going to go crazy if they're not still hustling, you know? And that's something again, that like you, you can't teach anyone, bro. You either, you either got that grind and, and you got the grit where like when things go bad, you can pick back up and keep it moving or you don't, you know, but it really is that simple, bro. As cliche as it is, like the bottom line is, bro, just keep it moving. You know what I mean? You got two choices. It's binary, bro. It's zero or one. It's die or move on. You know what I mean? So like, I don't want to be miserable, bro. You know, things in life can make you miserable like that. But if you pick yourself up, bro, dust yourself off and keep grinding, believe in yourself and, you know, make sure you got good people around you, which is not easy to do, but, you know, go through all those trials and tribulations to where you start to understand how to spot good people, spot headaches and make the right choices, you know, then, then the universe starts to align, bro. Like that's what it's been for me. This last five years for me has been insane like that, you know? And, and the only constant bro is that no matter what happened the next morning, I'm up, I'm trying to figure out how to grow some weed. I'm trying to figure out how to get this stuff out there. I'm trying to figure out how to make sure I can keep smoking fireweed. You know what I mean? Um, and that's really all it boils down to, dude, you do that, you build a strong team and then it's all up to you from there, you know? Um, Pretty straightforward, bro. You just can't fucking quit. You know? When you were starting to do your own thing, what made you, you know, what made you come up with it? You know, SMKRS. Yeah. So, I mean, that actually goes back even farther, dude. So when I got here, um, before we got to that facility, when Wizard Trees and I popped those beans, I got introduced to the homie Ed from Snoop's Premium Nutrients, right? 
Um, yeah, nutrient company with Snoop, still my brother to this day, He's a good good friend of mine. Um, he introduced us to to Art from from Hawthorne, and uh, come on, man, shout out that boy know, Art, bro, my brother. You already know, dude, my brother. <laughs> shout out Don't to be that digital, boy bro. Art. Come you, bro. on, man. So Give those, yeah, those guys are my brothers, bro. You miss flowers, mean? boys. Um, so those guys, you know, long story short, put us in a position to to have that opportunity to make those <laughs> things work. And at the time when I when I met up with Ed. Um, I rolled into his house one day and, and, uh, there's this Persian girl, shout out Rana, Rana Gade Piranha. Um, she, uh, she was sitting there rolling up blunts for Ed, which in turn were, you know, going to get taken to Snoop. Um, so her and I met at that point going back and forth with her and then, and then, yeah, man, this, this name, bro, this is all, this is her, bro. She, she came up with this name. I went and told her like, yo, I got to come up with the brand. She came up with the brand identity, the whole deal, you know, um, she put me on game to that. So. Mad love to her that yeah smokers would not you know the the idea behind it was definitely from her that's where it sprouted you know I'm I'm creative bro I really am creative but at the same time like at that point I was like I don't want anything to do with this bro like I just want to grow weed and that's what it boils down you to needed like, something fast you know probably under yeah the bro and and, and uh, yeah she you came to make through, moves she came through clutch for me for sure people so, people a lot of the times want things to be perfect but the perfect situation is when you move with urgency. Because then at that, you're, you're going to, what do they say? Fail fast, fail forward, you 100%. know, because you need to know, yeah, like, all right, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. Okay. This is a hundred percent. You need to know. And the only way you really know is by doing it, experience it. Someone yeah. can tell you, but until you go through oh, it, man, experience like, is the, the, the yeah, best Trump's all. and the most important teacher, man. And the other thing too, man, is mindset. You know what I mean? Like, like you talk about like failing forward, everybody can do it, but you can't do that unless you look at the silver lining and you're able to find the positive in a negative situation. You know what I'm saying? That's a hard part. That's Keeping what it a is. Positive bro. attitude. You got to look at it and find something, bro. You know, like, and some, it might be as simple as what you said, like, cool. Now I know not to do that. And you got to understand and respect that. Like, cool. This lesson that I just went through this money, I lost this, whatever just happened to me, this crop that I lost, whatever it is, like the lesson in it is this. And I just paid for that lesson. You know what I'm saying? That's it, bro. You didn't pay for a college course. You decided to go, you know, (laughs) you try to go to the school of hard knocks and you got knocked and that's why it's called the school of hard knocks. You know what I mean? You got to be able to take that knock, get your ass back up and, and learn from it, take the positive from it and move on, you know? So, um, yeah, man, that's something, something that stuck with me. What my boy said is, um, he said a lot of the times when some bullshit happens, I ask myself, does it surprise me? Like, yeah. am I surprised to happen? And most yeah. of the night, like 99% of the time, it's like, no. Nah. Hey, no, nah, bro. Your conscience And if you're not the surprised, time. then it's like, just accept it. Move on. Yep. You know, you that's can't is, do bro. shit. There's no other options. 100%. You know, but that's so easy to just say here and say it. I just want everyone to know, like, we all struggle with Hell that. Hell yeah, bro. Every, you know, all that these things are easier said than done. So hard. You know what I mean? For sure. Very difficult. You know, but man. if you can do it and get better at it, like, things get yeah. better. I you know just got to get 1% sure. better every day, right? That's what a lot of people say. Just 1% better every day. 1% better every time you do something like that. Like, as long as you're learning from something, then, you know, there's some positive to it, bro. You just got to reapply it the right way the next time, man. Like, don't touch the fire twice if that shit burned you. You know what I mean? And I like that if you're surprised, bro. Yeah, because sometimes I'll be like, man, what the fuck? And then, you know, if you do think about it like that, you're well, like, I asked him, I was like, I was like, there's a lot of people that have screwed you over and like you're still friends with them. And it's like you, not that he doesn't care, but like it doesn't bother him. Like legitimately doesn't bother him. Yeah. And it's like, That's whether hard, they got man. him in like a fucked up deal or they directly borrowed money and like never, like, you know, different things, right? Yeah. And he just told me, he's like, yeah, well, I did it knowing they were them and it doesn't surprise me. So I'm not going to hate them. Like I did it ultimately at the yeah. end of the day. I was the one that said, yeah, I'll do it. And uh, hate's a heavy thing to carry in your heart. Yeah. Bro. And he's like, at the end of the day, I'll just be bitter, you know, yeah. and, and, <laughs> and that's what happens. Like, that's what right? for me personally, like I've, I've carried a lot of that hate. And it's like, it'll definitely make you a better person. It'll make you just like mean and. Like not someone someone wants to be around. So it's no, fucking you seem to have a positive attitude and a go-getter spirit. Like when you're making your moves and you're coming up with the brand name and all this stuff, what type what type of timeline are you working on? Like you found a new spot, you found some new people. Like how'd um, you make it work? No, man, it was all kind of the same thing. And it's like I already had most of what was going on going on. You know what I mean? So it was more just like shifting the narrative on the backside and and putting something out and creating it, man. And like I've been waiting a long time, bro. Like people are like, when are you going to launch? When are you going to launch? You know? And it's like, dude, you know, loading a couple of things out. Like I put enough out to like, let people know I'm there, you know? 
but uh but yeah man that's it's like the same reason i waited so long for this to happen bro i was like no it ain't the time bro i gotta focus on getting the work done i don't i don't want to come talk about the work i've done yet like i'm still heavy deep in the grind and really like trying to get two feet to stand on make some shit happen you know um i guess enough to be proud of myself too you know what i mean like make sure that it's something that i'm happy in like uh proud of honestly to care to, to, to share. come and share it you know and otherwise yeah. bro i'm just another grower dude like i'm good i'm great but i hate like the master grower name like that that honestly is like one That's of the most offensive out. things you could call That's me bro. Been played out. you know like <laughs> i like even when it was okay to call like i've never liked that term bro like if you're not learning some new shit in the last bro i've been growing a long time like over two decades right and like the last three to five years I've learned, learned exponentially more, bro, than like than anything else I've done. And I've you been through all access, the bro, soil, cocoa, bigger. hydro, NFT, like you name it. Like I've gone through it. I tried it. I've done it. But like the level that things are getting to right now are insane, bro. And every I feel like every week I'm learning new shit. You know what I mean? You got guys like like John Slav Lab who put Wizard Trees and I onto like irrigation tech to begin with. You know, shout out P two point five, John. Um, you know, guys like that. You know that have been lurking in the background and are doing big things that make massive difference when you want to talk about being able to produce good weed on scale like those things become you know they're essential bro if you don't have those things down like you're not going to get it you know what i mean Um, not many are doing it no bro you got to constantly keep learning i think a lot of it like i said earlier is touch like for example for me bro i've always had like i've always had this weird sensation when i walk into a room or even into a facility like i walk into the front room and like you you can just feel if something's not right you know what I mean? There's the obvious shit where it's like, oh, fuck, there's water. Like, our joke is always like, bro, you burnt the pizza when you're fucking overflowing your resin shit. We joke around and you burnt the pizza, you know? But like, those ones are obvious shit too. But like, you can just walk in a room and be like, nah, man, something. And then you start digging, you start tinkering. And based on all those previous failures or, you know, all the homies around you's previous failures, you start to be able to pick those things out. And like, I don't know how to explain it, dude. You know what I mean? But high like, intuition. You just walk in and you know, you know what I mean? When you're in tune with it, you're in tune with it. Like, don't get me wrong, we're human, bro. We miss shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a great grower, but I don't think I'm anywhere close to the best grower in the world or anything like that, you know? Um, but I strive to make it better, bro. And with weed too, bro, like it always boils down to like you're only as good as your last crop. I don't care if you've been hitting it for 20 years, I think bro. That's what like the homie Jordan from Blueprint you know? said. Yeah, bro. Like it that's that's true, bro. No truer words yeah. have been spoken as far as cultivation goes. Like, great, you hit it out of the park for 20 years straight. Like, you know, it only takes one or two, maybe what was three the last bad one runs, like? you know? Yeah, yeah dude. And what's this next one gonna be like? Yeah, bro. That's what it is, you know. So <laughs> you know, it's all you just gotta love this plant, bro, and all the rest of it comes through. As you're getting your shit together and stuff, uh, how'd you come up with the name and, and just the whole theme play? For Shirazi? Yeah. So, like I said, my parents, my family's from Iran. We're from the city of Shiraz. So, Shirazi is one of us, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, like this, this picture that's on here is, is a monument that's inside of Shiraz. So like it's dope. all that's local to Shiraz, you know what I mean? So, it's all effective to that. And like, for me, this is kind of paying homage to what my parents went through to get me here. It's like, boom, here you go. I brought Shiraz and put it on the map for you guys in the U.S. in my own way. That's crazy. You know? So it's just kind of a shout out to my family and a shout out to the struggle that it took me and my family just to get here and be able to put this opportunity to, together to like do something like this. You know what I mean? So that's really, really what man, it is, bro. Being true to the family, you know? Yeah, that shit so, caught my eye from the jump. Before thanks. you had the die cut bags. <laughs> yeah, bro, we switched know, it up like, for sure. And I wasn't educated on what it really was. So that's dope for you to share. Um, and then what, what led you to the um, cookies group and how'd you navigate that deal? Just knowing that, you know, it's always a lot of industry talk and shit. I'm sure you yeah. had some doubts going into it. Like, how, you know, yeah, absolutely, how did it go man. for you? And, and you know. Um, I mean, so... That one, I got to give a shout out to Christian. You know Christian? You know Christian and Malik from TRP, the guys that run our QAQC? I don't. So Christian's on there. Um, they're coming out with the Chaliks, their hash hole situation. Uh, they're, they're smokers like we are, man. So basically, the guys at TRP, um, they're, most of them are heavy smokers too, all the way up to the top, you know? But they know that these guys got their finger on the pulse for what's hot, what's not. Doge was doing his thing. The RS-11 was blowing up we're obviously attached to it so at one point we all went down there together doja myself wizard trees we all pulled up together down there talked to them um as a group it just didn't really make sense you know what i mean six seven months later uh it was actually a picture that that the homie dan um our president at trp put up 
he was down in Costa Rica, bro. They took a video of this dope ass grow, all brand new, all state of the art, looked sick as fuck, nice ass store. And then the next picture was like this crazy beach and all this. I was like, damn. I was like, so I just hit him up like joking on on Instagram with a DM, like, yo, bro, you got a place for me on that beach? Like, I'll come grow for you. You know what's up? And he was like, actually, bro, we we need to talk to you. You know, so that that started the conversation. One thing led to another. Um, Damn, that just goes to show you know? never hold back on yeah, hitting bro. him up. Because you said- I was just saying, what's up, bro? You were shooting you know? a shot, but you were hesitant, I'm sure. Like, yeah, oh, no, should I, wasn't. I, even... I was literally just, I was stoned, bro, and I saw it, and the shit looked dope, and so I just cracked a joke because I thought Dan was cool. When he hit you back, you had to sit up in your seat Right away, quick. bro, you know? Like, like, hold on, It's like, damn, all right, you know? So, so what, where to go from there? Um, You know, from there, so basically at that time, so Dan's like, yo, come on, what's it going to take? You know, like, what, what do we got to do to get you on board? Like, we just basically want, like, an in-house consultant that can help us with this design build stuff as we get into cultivation side. Um, and we want someone that grows good, good weed, you know, and like, we know you check all those boxes. So like, what's up, come work, you know, at the time, uh, the homie Ed and I from Snoop's premium were in negotiations with Snoop, trying to set up the first deal with Snoop to do a deal with him, do some genetics, some other things. And I was literally like playing tug of war between, you know, the two groups. I was like, fuck, bro, like, this is crazy. How did the, like all of a sudden, like, you know, crazy. like, well, I'm I'm dealing with who and what, like cookies and Snoop at the same time. I'm like, all right, man, this is this is wild, bro. Um, so yeah, long story short, like at that point, the deal didn't make sense for dog and it, it didn't work out. Um, and I ended up taking the job with TRP. Um, that was about, you know, a year and a half, two years ago, going on two years now. Um, and yeah, man, I've just been grinding hard for TRP. We got the Florida situation set up, like I mentioned, out there in Deland, like the facility's massive. It's like 44 acres and some change. I think just shy of 400,000 square feet of building out there right now. Um, you know, we've got just one small, like that it's 400,000 square feet, but it's split up into seven buildings, right? <clears throat> so the first building that uh, got built out down there is 10,000 square feet. It's about 180 flowering lights. We're working about halfway through building the next uh, 800 lights right, you know, right on the same lot. Um, and that thing's going to be crazy, bro. I think it's probably going to end up like six, 7,000 lights when it's all said and done. What? You know? And then we still have like, once all that's built out, like if, if we want to go hard, like we can either build another building because there's 17 acres of flat buildable space still, or we have enough space to blow out 17 acres of greenhouses. You know, we just kind of got to see how, how things play out. So are you guys going to test greenhouses out there? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Um, even for biomass, I mean, we've like seen more some like guys a, like, like a light assist yeah, situation. Light assist, yeah, 100%. Light assist. Fully like, like environmentally right. controlled type Absolutely. deal. Like, yep. All the bells and whistles. I mean, whistles, that'll work know? really well in Florida, in my opinion. It does I mean, good. There I mean, is a lot of rain and shit here and there, but. For sure. I mean, look, our plan the is. humidity is crazy, but <laughs> other than that, right? Yeah, for sure. And um, look, it's all about finding things that, that fit your zone, right? So like, yeah, I'm blessed to know, you know, a genetics. lot of different genetics guys. Yeah. I know a lot of different breeders, seed makers. Um. My counterpart on the extraction is Marcus from Nature's Labs Extracts. He's also wow. plugged in deep on, on the genetic side as well. So like between Marcus and I, um, we can get a lot of beans, you know? So like we got plans on, on popping beans, like into the tens of thousands type situation that, that we're working on right now. And the idea is like, let's just find something that works here for here and, and go deep on this pheno hunt and, and really dig it out and, you know, do it right. So, um, so yeah, man, hopefully we can find some stuff that's, you know, mold, rot resistant that can deal with that high humidity, but I love it, bro. I love the high, like to me, yeah. bro, it's like, I'm a kid in a candy store. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that makes me more excited than anything else. Hunting new flavors and like, yep. you know, um, what do you think about Deland? Deland's interesting, bro. It's a crazy, <laughs> uh, it's a crazy juxtaposition coming from LA and then going totally to Deland. There's you know? no one. I was like, Yo, You're what? like, where are the people at? Like, what's happening, bro? <laughs> I'm, at, I'm at the swamp. I'm at the beach. And then like, I'm in the cut in LA all of a sudden. It's like, you know, it's, uh, it's been interesting to say the least, man. Um, it's cool though, bro. You know, one, one, one thing about Deland, like there's funny, funny quirks to Deland, you know, like the water boy was filmed in Deland, you know? So like. That's always funny. That's I love funny that movie. That shit's hilarious, you know? And then, like, the food's great out there. The people have been nice so far. You know what I mean? It's just a lot quieter. So, yeah. Um, I like it, man. A little bit I, tranquil for you. I like you. it, bro. Yeah. You bring the dog with you? I, I don't, man. He's he's getting old now, so he can't. I can't, I can't roll with him like that, you know? But uh, I got my good homie that's been with me from, like, from the beginning in the medical days, bro. Like, through, through a lot of crazy shit, um, he's here. He handles all my affairs when I'm out of town and stuff, so. Oh yeah, Cash Dog's known him since you know he was six months old. So it's like, 
I'm good, bro. That fool's out there partying and chilling. But yeah, shout out to him, bro. I couldn't do that shit without you. Like he made it, he made it a, a thing, you know? The guys were tripping at TRP too, man. I was like, I don't know if I can take this job. And he's like, why? I remember you told me that. He's like, why, what's up? I'm like, bro, my dog. He's like, bro, are you fucking serious? The dog? And I was like, yeah, you know? And like, since then, like he's gotten a dog and now he's like, all right, I get it. <laughs> you know, like, but yeah, man, um, you know, that's, that's my homie, bro. You know, <laughs> how, did, how did it come full circle with uh, death row cannabis and everything you guys so, are dropping? Talk about that drop today, man. Yeah. So. Yeah, dude, crazy, crazy day today, bro. Actually, actually, big bro, I got day something from my for man you, AK. Holding down something for you, bro. So, um, look, man, uh, you know, Ed blessed me and it put me in the position to to meet these guys and and do all this and make it happen. Um, the homie Shaggy is uh, is Snoop's sound sound engineer, like one of his main sound engineers, um, recording engineers for like I think fourteen years now. He's been with him so since he was nineteen. Uh, he's thirty three now. Um, and Shag was also the guy that like, uh, that would basically QC the weed for dog. Right. And then on top of that, you know, oh, like, no. you know, that's an interesting, he wants job. to be like, you know, if dog like really doesn't like it and shit and he's just, he's, you know, most likely just won't say anything, but Shag will let your ass know. And dog would trust him to be like, yo bro, this is whack. You Saying know? it. So like, you know, he spent a lot of time with dog has a great relationship with them, obviously. Um, and, uh, you know. Uh, that kind of, that's how it kind of came back. Like Shag was instrumental in the first deal that Ed and I were doing. Ed's obviously got his, his deal with them. So it came back, um, them asking me to basically curate some strains for them for another brand. Um, and kind of one thing led to another and Shag was like, bro, why don't we just, you know, why don't we pop off with death row? It was good, man. Like I'd already, I'd already kind of primed some things beforehand. Cause when, as soon as he bought it, I was like, bet this is going to be the one right here. So dope that he got this will that. Work, you know? Yeah. It's sick, bro. He's coming back around and, and handling it, bro. Like, it's just like such a timeless play for that sure, he could bro. bring that back into play is like through all these different outlets is, and then boom, it's motivating, pop bro. It's it motivating to see that. You talk know, about like, the drop today. You guys yeah. dropped today. Yeah, we came today. So that's what I actually got something for you, bro. And I want, I want people to realize like, it is what it is, bro. This isn't just like your, your same old shit. This isn't like the celebrity gimmick situation. Like, my whole goal with Shaggy and, and the homegirl that's helping us with this, Tiffany, like it, there's two goals. The first goal is to get rid of that stigma that like all the celebrity weed is bad. Like celebrity weed doesn't just automatically equal trash. Snoop Dogg ain't run. just ain't bro. no regular celebrity. Man. Exactly. And goal Man's number really two, been living it. and more importantly, goal number two, bro, I guess it's kind of they blend together. Goal number two, though, is is doing right by dog's name. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, those are big fucking shoes to feel right bro. by the I don't, dog. I don't take row. this shit lightly, bro. Yeah, death row, dog. Like it's it's a whole thing, Long, right? Um, and death row is its own thing, bro. Like obviously Snoop bought death row records, and that that's his entity and the whole nine yards. But like, uh, you know, he made it clear to us that like, yo, bro, this is death row. Like, cool, I own it, but this is death row. It needs to stand on its own feet, do your thing. But bro, either way, whether it's death row <laughs> or it's Snoop Dogg, and it's West Coast, and like. We're getting the opportunity to represent something like that, bro. You got it. You have to come correct. Like, there's no, if you're not going to come correct, bro, like, I'm going to end up tucking my tail and running out of this industry. You know what I mean? So, look, this is what I did today, bro. I pulled up, I was at the drop today in San Bernardino Cookies. And uh, I want to bring you guys something, bro. And uh, so, what I did was like, you know what? I'm just going to bring these guys the whole lineup so they can have it. So, this is the whole death row lineup right here from Damn. San Bernardino Cookies. Hold you up, got Trop bro. Cherries. You got you got to have OG. We got a fire ass SFV OG. The LA uh, Runts. We also got a Fino of the the Strawberry Gary. And then like you said, the LA Runts. So this is the real deal, bro. Sealed, bought at the store, brought to you. So when you smoke Strawberry it, Gary. You like that one? It's fire, bro. It's like strawberry bubblegum. Stink. Oh, man. Um, yeah, man. Trop I want you guys cherry. to see the real thing. Like, I didn't just bring you, you know. The, the grower's head stash or like, oh man, let me, let me cherry pick these nugs for you. I bought that shit straight off the shelf and brought it to you because straight I up. want you guys to know that like, you did too. That's what it's going to be, bro. And that's what's going to be on the shelves. And that's what people can expect when they, when they pop a, what's pop the a dog smoking bag, on? You know, what would the dog say his favorite was? Did he try all these? He, and, he and hasn't been through it, bro. He's like, just show me what's up. Show me you can do it. You know, he, we, we left some for him yeah, today. So yeah. we, uh, we smoked some with Cordell. Shout out Rook Cordell. Um, he liked it, you know, <laughs> it hit the spot for him today. So we got his approval, bro. You know, um, I think that's going to be dog's favorite though, man, but I, I can't speak to it. I don't know. Death row records powered by smokers. Yes, that's big, bro. hundred percent, bro. Bro, you're a real American dream. 
you know, the, and, and your story is inspiring. I'm sure it's going to inspire many people. Yeah. Thanks, seeing man. this and shit. And yeah, dude, it's just dope to be able to connect and, and, you know, you be able to put it out and you be open to it, getting on camera and all these things. Yeah, like, man. I know you're a low key it's guy. A yeah, bro. It's you're a, lot, a real dude. humble dude. <laughs> and it's cool that we got to like, this really happens organically. You know what I mean? All these fucking episodes, like this shit's, it's just humbling. So man, I, I love the product. Everything you guys have been doing is fucking amazing. Yeah, bro, we're cruising. We've got a lot of shit in the works. That's too, what I'm man. saying. Tell us about projects it, bro. rocking, dude. I got a bunch of stuff. Like we're going to come hit hard. Like the next six to nine months, you'll see a bunch of new flavors come in. Um, you know, Smokers is dropping Friday the 13th in Miami. Like I said, uh, I'm situating a couple contracts and a couple rooms that I can start running here in LA so I can get the Razi and the 11 and a couple other things that we're working on, on the lineup out here. Um, but yeah, man, this, this next year is going to be a, a, a big year for smokers, a big year for death row records, cannabis. Like we're going to be coming with some heat, bro. I don't even want to like, I'm not getting into the strains and shit. Cause I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, bro. I just want to people like, you want the hunt? We're working on some crazy shit. You, you know what I mean? What? You know, I'm on the hunt. Yeah. I'm on the hunt on, on a lot of levels though. I'm you on the hunt. Like, Snoop, you know, Snoop needs that, that OG, bro, like, OG, that real cool. It's know, only right. Yeah, man. I got his attention at the beginning telling him that like, yo, bro, like these, these genetics and stuff that, that you, that you're licensing with and doing that stuff. I'm like, you don't own that cut, you know, that thing's going to get hyped. And then whoever has it can do whatever with it in any situation you put yourself in. Like, let me create things that are yours. I'll create them for you. We'll find them, hunt them for you. We'll have him help us select, you know? So like, um, uh, we're trying to do it right, man. We're trying to do it right from, from the ground up, you know? So um, that shit takes, Uncle shit takes dog, time, man. bro. You that know? man takes care of a lot of people, bro. Like just looking out, you know, blessed for you crazy know, Ed Shaggy Snoop, the whole nine yards, bro. Like yeah, it's dope. again, man, blessings on blessings. Like sometimes you got to pinch myself and be like, damn, bro, this is really it. You roll down with, straight up with the, you were just you know? at the dog pound before here. <laughs> yeah, bro. With Snoop's son. That's, that's crazy. I had to make sure Cordell liked it's the It's crazy too. It's his son. Know? Like that's how much time has went by. It's crazy. Right. Yeah, man. Shout out to him. He's a beast in his own right, bro. Yeah, you know, Snoop Dogg's son or not. Like he's, he's a savage, bro. Yeah, straight Getting up. Getting it done. Well, yeah, shit. Man. What's, what, what's next for smokers, man? You guys, you guys are, you're taking it. So, so by the time this comes out, you'll be dropped. Go support the man in Cookies Miami. Hell yeah. Pull up. Pull up get you some smokers. Sure. It's coming, it's coming from the cultivation. Mm-hmm. Coming from the cultivation, the man himself. You got a great team over there. The head grow over there, too, bro, is like really not. I can't it say down. enough about my team down there, bro. Yeah. Like, we, we got to get into that a little bit, too, bro. Yeah. I got like, I put that team up against anybody, bro. Hands down, from my manager, Danny, you know, uh, our guy Connor down there, he came on board, bro, early on before Danny came on, too. Dude's never fucking grown weed in his life. And I just threw him in the shark pit and he fucking crushed it, you know? So, um, and he's still grinding, getting it done for us. We got Nick taking our cuts. He bounces back and forth from here. Um, he's a savage on the propagation side. Um, now we got Sammy as well, who's local, came over from another group down there. She's right on par with Nick. They're working perfectly together. Um, you know, one of our, our biggest secret weapons is, is the homegirl Angie. As an IPM person, I'd put her up against anybody in the country, bro, if not the world. Like the reports this girl sends out to us, like, I can't explain to you how good this girl is at her job, you know? Um, another blessing down there, bro, especially in Florida. That shit's hard. Crazy dude, town. You know? cool. Crazy, bro. So, and the the best part about all of it is they all get along, dude. You know, the homie Jordan just picked up and left like doing his thing, but he's like, bro, just let me come mop the floor. I'll come work for you. And I needed one last slot to fill and we filled it with Jordan. He's crushing it out there. Um, yeah, bro. The whole, the whole team, dude, we got, you know, Connor and Brandon are both veterans too. So, a lot of veteran folks focus things and we got a lot of homies in there, man. Um, doing the thing, bro. Now we're hiring locally, <laughs> making it happen. We've had trimmers, trimmers that came out from here. Harvest pros hooked it up, came out, helped us out out there to get started, you know? Um, so yeah, man, it's, it's been, it's been crazy, dude, but you can't, you can't do any of this stuff without a team, bro. Like none of these guys are doing this stuff without teams, bro. It's all about a team. Oh, here we go. Moment of truth, bro. Straight from the shelf. Which one is it? Some LA runs. Small They're thing. hitting at great price points too, bro. The LA runs hits up at retail is forty. Hey, the OG also forty. Shout out to Uncle Snoop, man. <laughs> showing love. Um, you know, and the uh, 
the uh, strawberry Gary. The strawberry Gary's dank, bro. That one's at that one's at thirty, bro. It's a steal. That stra- both of those are a steal, bro. The strawberry Gary and the trop cherries at thirty are it's stupid, bro. Um, we'll be coming with with heavier, more expensive stuff too. But like, we just want to put it out and like just just make it known that it's bro. It's it's fire at a good ticket. Like, it's not you know you're not gonna get a sixty dollar bag of boof in the death row bag, bro. Come pull up. It's gonna be indoor dank. It's going to be something I'm going to want to smoke, you know, if myself, Shag, the guys at Cali Supply Co., you know, Red Evan, Rob, the boys over there, you know, guys like Ed, if they're not going to smoke that shit, you won't find it in a death row bag. It's just not going to happen, you know? Um, so yeah, man, we're excited about that. We're excited about that for sure. Okay. The SFVOG. I know a lot of people want that OG. It's a slumper, bro. It's clean, original, solid cut. Is that what you smoke with, with Cordell? Yeah. Yup, gas in there. Let's fucking go, man. Got a what lot of shit going on. You I like it, bro. Yeah, yeah, I like it. And for the price point, I mean, that's amazing. So the bags are dope. They make a little chain. Yeah, bro, it's a pendant. You can rock that shit if you want. You can rock it. Keep the bag. Keep where, can weed er- dry. where can everybody find you at? Uh, man, right now, Smokers LA. Um, look Instagram. out for yeah. Look out for Smokers Florida too. We're gonna start that page next week. Focus Boom. on all the drops. Go support Florida, the man you know? if you're in Florida. Yeah, absolutely. Bro. Holler my dog. He definitely sure. knows what fire is. You can check us like uh, dude the MP Cali Pro situation too. You can holler at Scotty or I Wizard Trees or I through there. You guys want to get up on the salt? Like we're there. Holler at us. That's who you're gonna end up dealing with. So we're happy to help you. Make sure you guys, you know, whoever comes through gets what they need off that. Um, and of course, Death Row Cannabis, bro. Oh, holler at Death Row Cannabis, you know? So. Death Row Cannabis, my man. Yep. Making it happen. Yeah. And uh, Cookies Florida. Yeah, bro. Cookies Florida, Cookies Miami, TRP Co., Cookies Retail. If you guys stay on there, you guys get to see what I'm doing across the country, bro. You know? We're, getting, we're about to get into a bunch of states with TRP too, bro. Like the, the TRP trains really starting to move as well. So it's about to be crazy, man. <laughs> big movement from a big group. Yeah. Well, shit, man, wild, we're bro. rooting for you, and we, yeah. we appreciate it, man, for real. Likewise, man. Nothing but love for and sure. respect. Likewise, bro. My appreciate man, it. AK, Smokers. Thank you guys. Hell yeah. Episode 79. Hell yeah. It's first smoke of the day. We're out. Yo, welcome to the Diamond Mine, the diamondmine.la, California source for boutique genetics, powered by yours truly, Blackleaf. And you know what that means? That means I'm bringing my best genetics into this. I'm bringing stuff I've been hiding, harboring away, stuff I haven't wanted to let out. We're bringing all that into the diamondmine.la, and we're going to offer that to California. Go on our website, hit the newsletter, and see if you can rock with us. Get on board with some of our genetics and change your garden. The Diamond Mine.LA, powered by Blackleaf.